What's going on, everybody? This episode of the podcast is brought to you by my friends over at Black Rifle Coffee. Listen, stop drinking communist coffee like Starbucks and, well, Dunkin' Donuts isn't as bad, but it's still not America's coffee. Not only do they give millions of dollars every single year to help veterans every single day, they're employing hundreds, if not thousands already of veterans as well, and they have legitimized themselves as America's coffee. So what are you waiting for? Go get it. Go be pro-America and support my friends at BlackRifleCoffee.com right now. What's going on, America? And welcome to a new episode of the Dear America podcast. Not going to beat around the bush. Bad day. Bad night last night. Uh, Herschel Walker is defeated in the Georgia Senate runoff, giving, uh, making it not a push of 50-50. Somehow, some way, we lost a seat, and now uh, the Dems have the majority in the Senate. You know, I made a post on <laughs> I made a post on Twitter uh, and Facebook last night, and basically it was just like Georgia, what have you become? And then this morning, I was just reminded that only God can save this country, and it's never been more clear. But I got to be honest with you, I, I I don't know if He will. Right, like you know, America is not in the Bible. Who knows if 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 this is the end? If this is the start of the end, I don't think it can be argued that things are quite just all over the place. A pro-choice, in quotation marks, pastor was elected in Georgia. And so I think this episode, we're not going to talk about the Elon Twitter files. I think we'll talk about that next episode. I know everybody wants to talk about it, but also everyone has talked about it. Um, I got invited to go into a Twitter space with Elon coming up here soon. So that'll be interesting. Uh, I'll get to ask him a couple questions. But I think what I want to talk about is the truth of the status of where we actually are. Because the more and more I go, the more and more people I talk to, the more and more I see certain things. And, and I see things that are alarming. And I see things that are borderline infuriating. And I think it's time for us to have a real conversation. Uh, I got some positive updates, but before we go there, also really quick, I don't know 100% of what's going on. I saw some messages today uh, in relations to Ted Cruz's daughter, uh, Senator Cruz, a good friend of mine. Uh, my thoughts and my prayers go out to you and your family. It's none of my business to talk about it, and I refuse to talk about issues going on uh, Yeah, with you and your family, but just know that you have my thoughts and prayers with you. Uh, let's get into this stuff. Before we do, we got to get into a sponsor. Will the lack of a red wave during the midterms lead to a more emboldened Biden, more wasteful government spending, higher taxes and deepening of inflation and how to protect your hard earned savings from the reinvigorated left? The answer is protect your IRA, 
your savings or your 401k from the chaotic financial markets by diversifying your retirement savings with real physical precious metals with Birch Gold Group. Text the word Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898. Birch Gold will send you a free info kit on protecting your savings with gold in a tax-sheltered account. These are great people with almost 20 years experience covering IRAs and 401ks into a precious metals IRA. Don't allow the left to devalue your savings. Text Graham to 989898 and claim your free, no-obligation info kit from Birch Gold. Again, you can own physical gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account, and Birch Gold will help you do it. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers. Check them out now. Text the word Graham. That's G-R-A-H-A-M to 989898 now. Okay, so let's start off with the good news. So this past, uh, oh goodness, was it Saturday? I can't even remember. Was it Friday night? No, it was Saturday. It was Saturday. Goodness, man. I, I mean, I know that I took a little bit of a break. You guys didn't have an episode Friday. You didn't have an episode Monday. We're going to make it up with a Monday, Thursday, or excuse me, a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, just boom, boom, boom this week. So you have an episode today, tomorrow, and Friday. Boom, boom, boom. But I think it's really important sometimes for us to take a break. And and what I mean by that is it's such a weird predicament to be in when you talk for a living because sometimes you don't want to talk. And I know that sounds kind of trivial, It's like, oh, Graham, you have such a hard life. You don't want to talk. And and you're right. This isn't difficult in the realms of, you know, I'm not working a 12-hour shift labor job or anything like that. However, it is not lost on me of the influence of the show, the influence of the words that I say, et cetera. And so when I'm not in a good place or when I'm just literally going to hop on the microphone and just blah, 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 just to check the box and say that I did it. I don't really believe in that. I would much rather give you some content and some insight that I think is actually relevant and could be helpful just because I, I know the power of this show. I mean, we are about to break a million downloads on audio alone on this podcast. Those are a million people every single month that are downloading this long form content, listening to what I say. And that is not lost on me. The importance of that, that that is very important. That's a million people that are listening to my point of views, to what I think about things, not saying that they agree with all of it or that they like worship it or whatever. I hope you don't. I hope that's not true. I hope you realize that I am a flawed human being, but it's just like anything else. If you're giving advice or you're talking to a friend, a colleague, a family member, a child, a spouse, uh, you don't want to go in half cocked, right? And, and, and just, just kind of just through the things. So you know, I took a break from it for two reasons. One, I just didn't really have anything to say. I was processing the Twitter file stuff, and I know a lot of people literally the next day reacted, but I was processing the Twitter files thing. And then we had our charity event 
for the Dear America Foundation and for the Asher House. I feel like most of you know what the Dear America Foundation is about. The Dear America Foundation is helping our veterans and first responders and their families, uh, serving those who serve. But the Asher House is actually Alyssa's baby, where Alyssa is actually like the highest level trauma counselor, you know, social worker that you can possibly be. Like you can't be any higher level than she is. And so she has this heart for you know, the, the 16 to like 24 year old, uh, men and women that are just kind of lost in the system, right? Like these kids are, I mean, you, you would be amazed. There's these kids that just are 18 years old. They're out of school. They're out of the system because they've aged out. And these guys and girls, they don't even have an ID. They don't have a birth certificate and have a social security card. They don't even know how to get a job. Uh, a lot of them in finished school. They don't know where to go to even get a GED. They they have nowhere to go to be safe, to get off of the streets. Uh, one of them, you know, was even sleeping in the woods and stuff like that. And, and so it really puts into perspective a lot of things. And and they're doing a lot of great work over there at the Asher House. And so anyway, we had our big gala event, fancy schmancy, hoity toity, as Alyssa would say. Um, kind of event, not my favorite of things to do, but relevant nonetheless. And so, you know, it's the event where you get dressed up and you, you, you get all your, you know, your, your rich friends in one room and, you know, I didn't drink or anything like that, but you know, drinks were available. It's kind of like a comedy club, right? There's a reason that it's a two drink minimum at a comedy club. People got to loosen up, right? at a comedy club. Well, it's the same thing for a gala event where live auctions and charity donations and stuff are going to happen. You need people to be in a bit of a, a better mood, right? And so anyway, for everyone that participated, uh, I just want to say thank you so much. We were able that night to raise over $100,000 for the Asher House and Dear America just in that night. And so we pride ourselves in the fact that 100% of the money goes to the mission. I don't make any money off of it. Alyssa doesn't make any money off of it. Nothing. In fact, we donate our own money back into it, et cetera, because we just... You can't take the money with you, man. Like, uh, like you really can't. And and I will say this, Alyssa is a saint because charity is a thankless job, yo. It, it is a lot of work. And 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 what's interesting to me is you get people that'll show up to the event, and this is me venting here, that'll, you know, they they got a free ticket because somebody else bought a table. And then they show up and they don't buy anything or they don't, you know, put any money into the silent auctions or anything like that. And, you know, I kind of just want to look at those people and be like, why are you here? <laughs> you know, that like there was probably about, you know, 50 people that probably could have just stayed home, I guess. I mean, you know, I guess it, I guess it's showing support, I guess. But at the same time, uh, the charities don't run themselves. But as I take a swig of my uh, black rifle espresso with cream ready to drink, 200 milligram caffeine keeping me going. You guys should go to blackriflecoffee.com right now and go get yours. Anyway, <clears throat> that's my little vent about charity stuff. But I'm very thankful and I'm very honored and I'm very humbled and I'm very we we consider ourselves very blessed to be in a position to where we don't have to have a paycheck from the charity and we're able to 
just try to help. Just try to make a difference, man. Because I, I'm telling you, when you see these kids walk in and you can just see how lost they are, it really just does just remind you how many people are hurting and how many people are lost. And it really does just, it puts into perspective, even on your bad days, that your bad day is not a bad day <laughs> uh, compared to somebody else. Uh, I think it was the, the, the late Paul Walker that said, you know, somebody's dying in a hospital bed right now. So what do you have to complain about? <laughs> and so I think that's pretty good. But anyway, okay, that has nothing to do with the Georgia elections. Uh, I just, I just thought that you know, you guys should know. I've been told by a lot of people that I don't talk enough about the charity work that we do, which was kind of the point for me. It's charity work. I didn't see the point in talking about it, but people kind of just, you know, they were like, "Yeah, but nobody knows that you guys do this charity work." So therefore, you know, people anyway. So yeah, so we had our charity event last night. It was really cool. I want to say a personal shout out to Pastor Greg Locke. I don't care what anyone says about Greg Locke. I stand with with my friends and I stand with people that are doing things the right way. So you can say what you want to say about Greg Locke. Do I agree with everything Greg Locke says? The way he says it? Probably not just like I'm sure that he doesn't agree with everything that I say. But let me tell you something. I have never met a more generous person ever, ever than Greg Locke and Global Vision Bible Church in Mount Juliet, Tennessee. I've been up there, and let me tell you something. For those of you who have a bad opinion about Greg Locke, you don't know Greg Locke. For those of you who have a bad opinion about what's going on at Global Vision, you don't know Global Vision. Um, while you go to your mega church that spends 98% of all the money that they have coming in on their own church because they have a $35 million building, they have no way to be charitable and bless people. Global Vision operates on 20% of what comes in and 80% goes back out to bless other people. They literally are funding people's adoptions. Um, they literally are giving, you know, thousands of dollars away to single mothers all the time. They blessed the Asher house uh, more than, than I ever imagined possible. And so I just want to take this moment to publicly, because I, you know, I don't believe in this, um, you know, when, when people catch heat kind of backing down a little bit, no, publicly say, Pastor Greg Locke, I appreciate you. I appreciate your friendship. I appreciate your church. And I appreciate you standing boldly for Christ. And I appreciate you doing what other churches will not do. And that's actually be generous. In that light, I'm going down a real rabbit trail here. I also want to say this about my friends over at Black Rifle Coffee. There's this whole new lie going on right now where somebody edited an FEC filing report. And I want to debunk this right now because I just, I can't stand it anymore. Like so many people have hit me up and it's just, it's so ignorant. Okay. Someone took a screenshot of an FEC filing report and they cut out the names and it just says Black Rifle Coffee Company you know, donated to Act Blue, which is the processing system for the Democrats, right? But what it was is Black Rifle employs, it is an equal opportunity employer. They have almost a thousand employees, Black Rifle. And I had a lot of friends reach out and be like, is this true? 
And I'm like, is it true that Black Rifle employs people that may vote Democrat and donated? Because the Black Rifle coffee thing was under employer status, right? And so that's what's so baffling to me is that people don't look at what it is. They just see Black Rifle Coffee on Act Blue, and they're like, Black Rifle Coffee's directly donating to, to Act Blue. That's not true. That is that is fundamentally and utterly a lie. That is not true. That is not true. That is not accurate. It is not true. Is it true that Black Rifle probably employs some employees that vote Democrat and donate to Democrats? Yeah, that probably is true. But here's my question for conservatives out there. I don't really know how you run a publicly traded company that has almost a thousand employees in it, and then you mandate that they vote conservative, and you mandate how they donate to candidates. Now, full transparency, I don't necessarily see how you can work for a company like Black Rifle and vote Dem, uh, but you know, apparently there are. Either way, it's illegal. You can't ask somebody how they vote before you hire them, and then you can't dictate how somebody votes once you've hired them. So there's this weird thing going on with Black Rifle, man, where everybody's going after them for things that are the epitome of free speech and the epitome of freedom of thought and freedom of religion, right? So, you know, full transparency, I'm going to hang out with Evan in January, we're going to go talk about some things and stuff like that. And, and Evan is a different religion than I am. And and me and him have great conversations and, and he does things completely different than I do. And I do things completely different than he does, but we have a mutual respect for each other. And so there's this weird thing. And, and I don't know, man, I, I don't like the direction and please email me about this this part. And until you do your research on the other stuff, uh, you know, don't, don't write me, but you can write me on this part. I don't like the direction that the conservative side or the right, however you want to say that Republican, uh, conservative Christians, even, I don't like this new cancel culture thing that we're doing ourselves. If somebody doesn't toe the line, on the right, the way that we view that they should toe the line. It's like all out war against them now publicly, not even like a phone call. Hey man, or Hey, you know, lady, what was this about? Like like nothing. Like you have these people's phone numbers and you won't even reach out me. There's people blasting me because I support black rifle. I don't care. I don't know you. I know them. And so you can either choose to believe me and look at facts or not. I mean, there are some people that you can talk sense into, and then there's other people that just want to believe things. Like I heard this crazy thing the other day that Black Rifle was a CIA psyop. Like it's just insane, insane stuff. But in saying that, I stand with Black Rifle. I support Pastor Greg Locke, and you know I'm not apologizing for it. Not backing down from it. The end. All right. So let's talk about Georgia. The official numbers from Georgia here. Uh, where is it at? All right. So the official numbers from Georgia kind of break down like this. Raphael Warnock, a pro-choice, pro-murder, quotation marks, pastor, 
won 51.4% of the vote with 1,817,465. Herschel Walker had 48.6% of the vote with 1,719,868. Raphael Warnock is officially the senator for six years, uh, making Georgia a blue state. It's really weird. It's just weird. Georgia is so weird to me. You've got super red Mississippi, super red Alabama, super red Tennessee, super red South Carolina, super red Florida, and then bam, Georgia right there, blue. So if you look at the breakdown of the voting, all of Atlanta was blue. Athens was blue. Freaking Georgia Bulldogs. You ought to be ashamed of yourselves, man. Augusta, blue. Macon, blue. Savannah, blue. So the biggest cities in uh, biggest cities and the biggest college town were blue. Let me, you know, for for reference, I want to look at something. I want to look at South Carolina Senate uh, results. 2022. I want to look and see if it breaks down county in South Carolina as well. Okay, so yeah, so so here's the thing. How come uh, Clemson, the biggest college in South Carolina, that's not blue. So uh, South Carolina, Columbia is blue, and then parts of the Myrtle Beach, Charleston area. Well, I know it's the Charleston breakdown is kind of blue as well. So again. I just don't understand. I don't understand Georgia. Tim Scott won sixty-two point nine percent of the vote. It, I, I, I don't. I don't under. I don't. I just. I don't get it. I don't understand. I don't understand. Like I, Georgia is is truly perplexing to me. What has happened in Georgia? Let's look at the governor's race. And and again, I'm trying to get to the bottom of this. Uh, Georgia governor election 2022. Let's look at this here. Okay. All right. So this is, this is actually quite interesting here. So here's something. Brian Kemp won with 53.4% of the vote, 2,110,328. Stacey Abrams had 54.9% of the vote with 1,811,471,000. Here is an interesting thing. And this is something that I think Georgia needs to pay attention to. Every single part of Georgia is red, except for Atlanta, Athens, Augusta, Macon, Savannah. It is the exact same map breakdown. So here's my question. If it's the exact same map breakdown, Brian Kemp got 2,110,000 votes. Okay. Herschel Walker got 1719000 So that is about a 450000 vote difference. So <laughs> uh, that's interesting to me. I wonder, I don't want the runoff. I wonder, uh, Senate, I'm trying to see what the vote was. Uh, Senate polls, November 8th. Hang on. You're going with me in real time here. I'm trying to find this out. So you guys know I'm not making it up. Nope. I can't find it right now. Okay. I'm not going to make you do it. All right. So again, here's the thing. So if Brian Kemp, because the Senate race is voted on by the entire state, right? 
So Brian Kemp is running for governor. So governor one was red, but Brian Kemp got almost half a million more votes than Herschel Walker. So does that make Herschel Walker a bad candidate? <clears throat> well, I told you I was going to talk to you honestly. So honestly, let me be honest with you. Yes, Herschel Walker was a bad candidate. He was. I, I mean, everybody, everybody that was everybody knew that Herschel Walker had a lot, a lot of bad past. Hang on, I'm going to take a sip of coffee. A lot of bad past, a lot of things going on. He was estranged from his son, Christian Walker, who is very vocal on social media. Christian did not do him any favors. And to be clear, I've only met Herschel Walker once or twice. I don't know the truth to all of the allegations against him. But, you know, as said, there was just there were a lot of warning signs to Herschel Walker. He wasn't a great debater. He wasn't a great speaker. They're just, yeah, I mean, it wasn't the best of, of candidates, in my opinion. That's just my opinion. But, you know, what do I know? Here's what I do know is a lot of people are going to blame Trump on this, but you got the lieutenant governor of Georgia saying that he's not going to vote for Herschel Walker. So here's one thing that's interesting. Even on the, on the, Dem, on the Democrat side, it doesn't matter how crazy they are or how much they disagree. There is not one time, negative one time, you will hear Democrats say, do not vote for another Democrat. Never. We were out fundraised in this. I don't know what's going on with, you know, Vote Red or whatever it's called, where you've got these things going on where people are doing fundraisers for Herschel Walker or these other candidates, and it'll be like from another person and 98 so if you donate $100, $98 goes to the person that sent the email and $2 go to the actual candidate. Like, I don't know what's going on there. I, well, I mean, obviously, you know what's going on there. $98 went to not the person you're donating $100 to, right? But I don't know why that is. I don't know what's going on. I don't know why we have GOP leadership that are spending money against uh, candidates that are running on the GOP side that they don't particularly like, either way, you get a GOP win. Instead of taking that money and devoting it to races that are actually close between red versus blue so you can secure a red seat, I don't understand these tactics. And the only thing that you can think of is it's self-sabotage because both sides are corrupt. And, you know, I'm just kind of, I'm kind of at the point now where I'm tired, I'm tired of playing the game of it all. I'm tired of acting like it is something that it's not. Ladies and gentlemen, the GOP, not everyone. Well, when I say these things, it's not like, you know, to, you know, totality of people, but the vast majority of the GOP are corrupt, just like the vast majority, I would say a higher vast majority of Dems are corrupt. They're all evil. They're all power hungry. They're all, uh, hang on, let me rephrase. The majority of them are all evil. The majority of them are power hungry. They are not good people. They do not care about you. They care about power. That is it. And I think that the country we're in now is not the country that you grew up in. And, and, to, and I, I would be lying to you if I thought that it was coming back. I don't. 
I don't. I do not believe that it's coming back. I don't. And I also am beginning to believe that those of us who feel the way that we feel are not the silent majority. We are a very loud (laughs) minority because what's happening is the generation, our younger generation is coming up behind us, siding with the crazy people. And so all of this stuff shows us that the Republicans are lost, man. I mean, they just are. They're lost. They, they have really no idea what they're doing. Everything that they are doing is counter to what actually needs to be done to win any kind of elections. The left, and you know, we'll talk about the Twitter files tomorrow. The left, it doesn't matter what they do because they own everything and they have control over everything. And it doesn't matter what is said. It doesn't matter what they do. None of it matters because the dice are loaded. <laughs> they're going to win no matter what. They don't have to campaign. They don't have to debate. They don't have to do anything. They just have to sit back and let their little mechanisms go the way that they're supposed to go. That's why I still truly believe that the only thing that can save this country is God. However, I'm not sure that this country is going to be saved. I believe people are going to be saved by the grace and compassion of our Lord Jesus Christ. But I am not positive that America is going to be saved. And another thing, look, check this out. You've got all these e-commerce companies, Facebook, Amazon, all this stuff that are letting go of thousands of people. DoorDash, letting go of thousands of people. E-commerce companies laying off is a really bad sign for recession. I'm telling you, these gas prices are not going to last. Uh, diesel is staying the same. Yes, normal gas in South Carolina went under $3 these past two weeks, but it's because of the strategic oil reserve drops and dumps. Come the winter, all these things are going to skyrocket again. Every single person that I talk to that is way smarter than me or you is saying we are headed for a major 2008 type recession. Everything that we've known for the past eight, 10 years is fixing to go out the window and we have to be ready. We have to pay attention to what's going on. I mean, we have to, we have to acknowledge the fact that there are things happening that at this point cannot be anything other than intentional. And the Twitter files that Elon Musk dropped, and then the second drop was postponed because why? Because there was a lawyer there that is now fired that tampered with the Twitter file drop. So the Twitter files that we even got were not the true ones because they were scrubbed to make them not as bad as they seemed to be. But we're going to talk about the real Twitter files on our next episode. So make sure you tune in. Make sure that you tell five friends about this episode. Make sure you subscribe and hit that automatic download button so you never miss an episode. And thank you guys for listening to this episode of the podcast. And we'll see you all again next time.